I want to add this little PS onto this episode. I want to apologize to Alex Nedeljkovich for murdering your name from about 42 to 1,000 times this episode. I was intoxicated, and I will do better to pronunciate in the future. And for some reason, I feel like I should apologize to Anders Lee. I don't know. I have to listen to this episode. It's a little hazy. Welcome to the Good Dumps Podcast, episode 12. It's me, Kalahawa, with my amazing co-host, G-Man. What up? Kala, Kala you, you, you have a, a very interesting recent update, because as, as the, <laughs> the viewers we have know, you uh, have one eye, but now you also have one leg. <laughs> <laughs> Dick. Um, <laughs> all right, so I didn't think we were going to go into it, but yeah, I fucked up my foot playing with my kids, and I'm walking around in a boot, and nothing's broken, thankfully, but... I'm still in a boot and I'm limping around like fucking Forrest Gump before he got his magic legs. <laughs> no, that was that was uh, Lieutenant Dan. Oh, fucking potato, potato. <laughs> all right, so all right, let's get into actual hockey stuff because uh, you know that's that's why people are more than likely here. Um, so I want to touch on signings. Um, you know, the, the I think just to get it out of the way, I want to start with the big one. This is a signing and a trade, obviously. But got to talk about the Kachuk and the Huberto trade because in the last episode, I said that I thought Calgary won this trade, but I reserved the right to, you know, halfway through the season say no, because Kachuk <laughs> exploding in the way that we assumed he would. But Huberto um, is so good, and I know you love him. I do. I love Huberto. But all right, here's my biggest problem, okay? Just Huberto just got signed. Eight, he's 30 years old. He got signed for an eight-year deal, making ten and a half. Okay, now that's that fucking is, Johnny Hockey. That's above what Johnny Hockey got going to the Blue Jackets. That's above what Matthew Kachuk got going to freaking Florida, and he also got eight years. So Kachuk went to Florida. He's twenty-four. Okay, Gets well they can they, but they can afford it because they lost Huberto and Kachuk. So it's like, what else are we going to spend money on? I mean, I get that, but it's just like. Again, no offense to Huberto. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I really like him, but no, you've been on. You have been on the Huberto boat wagon for fucking lot. years. I've always a lot of those young guys who came from Florida, especially like you know the Rangers just signed Vinny Trocheck. I've been a Vin, big Vinny Trocheck fan as well. Like they all kind of came up in that really bad Panthers team, and you slowly saw them kind of climbing the ladder. I like Jonathan Huberto. I'm not taking anything away from him, but you know. The two comparatively, Kachuk is the better player. He's younger. He has a much better upside. And the Panthers got him for a million less at a younger age. Like, just because of these signings, I'm flipping it back. And I'm and and again, you know, just not to take anything away from Mackenzie Weger, because I like him too. It's still that the, the Panthers on this. Because you know, Huberto in eight years will be 38, obviously. Uh, who knows what you're getting from him? even five years into this contract when he's in his 35. Yeah. Kachuk it's like, who, 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 know, it's like who knows? He can be on one of those LTIR. It's like, I'm sick. <laughs> I'm yeah. allergic to my gear. Um, mean, Kachuk is 24. When this contract is over, he'll be 32. Arguably, like that could be the prime of his career. You know? It, 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 even hypothetically, the, the drop-off for Kachuk, like... 
maybe it happens at 30 or 31 or whatever, you still got six years of fucking top tier Matthew Kachuk. Yeah, dude, he, he is, he is a stud and his, his pedigree, like his dad was a beast. His brother is a beast. Like you don't like, it's a hockey family. Like you can't get around that. And (laughs) yeah. And, but he, I I think the whole big thing is because Johnny Gaudreau didn't want to come back or didn't come back. Not that he wanted to, but, uh, I think that because he didn't come back, that's why Kachuk didn't come back. And poor Lindholm is sitting there like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> yeah. Be a um, rough career. <laughs> yeah. We'll see if he requests to trade this season. Listen, you never know. I mean, I don't know if he's got a no trade clause or a no movement clause or any of that stuff. But I'll say this. like, So for the first line for Calgary, okay, Jonathan Huberto. Elias uh-huh. Lindholm, probably Tyler Toffoli, maybe uh, Mangiapani or Blake Coleman, maybe. I'm not 100% who it would be. I, I would think Toffoli. Toffoli's got a, he's got a nice shot. Um, the first line for Florida, Alexander Barkov, Matthew Kachuk, and maybe Sam Reinhart, Connor Verhage, Sam Bennett, like, I, 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 Florida, Florida for sure. Like, if they can get decent goaltending out of Bob this season, they're a pretty fucking good team. You know, not to say they were a bad team last year, but of the of the moves that they made, I definitely prefer overall um, the Panthers over, over Calgary. Yeah. The only, the only decided, very obvious um, issue that you would see is goaltending right now because Markstrom had a phenomenal season and Bob didn't look that great. How long is Coleman signed in Calgary? How many? How much time does he have left? In... I can tell you right now. I don't know off the top of my head. I don't think it's a lot, if I'm being honest, but I'm not. No, because he was in Tampa Bay for two years. Oh, oh, and... oh, never mind. One, two, three, four, five. They got him for five more years. Okay. He signed at a reasonable contract. Yeah, I mean, he's not. He's a. Like, I've said this when he was on the Devils, too. Of course. Um, <laughs> fuck you. Um,. <laughs> He is a playoff type player, and he showed that in Tampa Bay when they traded him there, and he he helped them win the cup. But he's not. He has flashy highlights. He's he's a good player, mm-hmm. but but he's obviously outshined by like your Taylor Halls and fucking Patrice Bergerons and shit like that. But the what he brings to your team is invaluable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I but, definitely think he's talented. Um, his contract is four point nine, which, eh. Also, but look 30. at it. Wow, I thought he was way younger than that. No, but you look at like even I'm looking at his stats from last year. He played eighty one out of eighty two games, and he had thirty three points. Yeah, I was just having that. Having a thirty-three point, uh, thirty-point plus player on your roster for a reasonable contract is a fucking big deal in this league. I don't know about re- I, for for four point nine. I want more than thirty points. He was a plus sixteen, but he's a, but he's also fucking. He is a special team. Like, he's kind of like a specialist. 
Like, power play, penalty kill, he's a good fucking dude. Like, he fucking hits hard. He fucking gets you the goals when you need them. Like, between the devil, what I've seen him do on the devils, which obviously I'm a little biased, not going to lie. And they traded him to Tampa Bay, and they won the cup. Just saying, there's a reason for that. (laughs) <laughs> He's worth the money. Yeah, every every other player on Tampa wasn't. They were. They wouldn't have done it by themselves. And yeah, obviously cool. Stamkos wasn't doing shit, and Hedman <laughs> wasn't doing shit, and yeah, fucking all, all the other f- Hall of Fucking Famers. They weren't doing shit. It was Blake <laughs> Fucking Coleman. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. No, I'm glad we nailed that down. So you're telling me that Calgary's going to win a cup? Is that what I'm hearing? Listen, I'm not going that far, especially. But- Listen, if Goudreau and Kachuk re-signed with them, I would say yes. But I'm saying uh, maybe. I don't. I don't know. I. I mean, listen, especially like in the West, I don't. I don't really see anybody beating out Colorado right now. But I don't. I, I Calgary's good. I don't know if they're good enough. You know, they're definitely a contender. But we'll see. Um. Okay, so uh, let's move forward from that. I think we kind of beat that to death a little bit. So um, that was easily the biggest trade of uh, the offseason. But there were still oh, like, yeah, a couple dude, that was... ones. And, and his quote, which is like, I hate Edmonton, but now <laughs> I hate Tampa more. Like, dude, that the Battle of Florida is going to be so much better this year. I hope so because it was a fucking disaster last year. Well, yeah, and that's a shame because the Panthers are a good team. They just, did did the Panthers get swept or did they win one game last no, they swept year? Them. Yeah, so and then you got and it's just weird because now they don't have Huberto. Gaudreau obviously went to Ottawa, which we didn't talk about that last time. But Gaudreau to Ottawa, I was fucking surprised. I'm sorry, Giroux. Right, You're talking about Claude Giroux. Yeah, what the fuck did I say? You kept saying Gaudreau. <laughs> All right, I've been drinking a little bit. <laughs> to absolutely nobody's surprise. Yeah, uh, it's a Jägermeister night, in case uh-huh. anybody's interested. But, yeah. Dislike enough. <laughs> yeah, fucking, we just lost the one power we gained in the last week. <laughs> um, But, yeah. So... I mean, there's a lot of leeway with Florida. It's like, I, I want to like Florida, but at the same time, it's like, for me, there's just like, all right, so I'm kind of getting over my Bobrovsky thing. Yeah. And uh, obviously, you guys know I don't like Bobrovsky because in Marty's last full year where he was a fucking stud, he got beat out in the Vesna by that fucking ass. When he was with Columbus. Yeah. And. I don't know. I just think people think he's better than he is. But is he? Uh, I, I. I will say. I gave him so much shit in the beginning of the playoffs. But he is not the reason that the Panthers did not advance. I think that Bob is good. He just had a bad season. I mean, he has at least one Vesna. Right. So. He he's had like phenomenal seasons, especially with Columbus, you know. So he's talented. Like there's, I don't think there's any arguing that. Um, he oh, I'll say that. Like I said, 
Oh, he has two Vesnas. I just looked it up. Thirteen and seventeen. Okay. Who? Wait, hold on. Who? Who did he go against the first year? Two thousand thirteen. Yeah, because I think I think the second year it was him, Morty, and Hellebuck, if I remember correctly. 2013. Uh, oh, it doesn't tell me the runner-up. I can tell um, you about it before the year prior. Yeah, well, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean... The Rangers don't seem to be doing like anything crazy in the offseason either, which I kind of expected them to spaz out and so- try to sign somebody and overpay them. Well, I mean, you could argue that they overpaid uh, um, Benny Trochak. And it wasn't even necessarily an overpayment. It was just uh, more of the length of the well, contract than anything. Well, that was a si- was that a sign trade or just a straight trade? No, a straight sign. He was a free agent. Okay, maybe that's what it was because I know he was on Carolina last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. I think he was UFA. But um, I liked. I liked him on Carolina, dude. Carolina is making some fucking. It's. I'm not a. I'm not a huge like. Obviously, I live in Carolina, so I kind of root for him a little bit. But dude, the Carolina Carolina blows my expectations every year. All right, so let's 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 bear down on that real quick because I feel like we're kind of all over the place right now. So Carolina's two big moves was obviously getting uh, Brent Burns in that. Big oh trade. fuck, dude, that was fucking wild, and and he seems he seems like he's gonna be a good fit here. I mean, listen, there's a reason that he got traded away. Right, and I'm not talking shit about Brent Burns. I like him a San, lot. San Jose has no cap space, and they need to rebuild. Not even just that, but I mean, Brent Burns is 37. Like a lot of people don't remember that he's that old. But yeah, but it's like we. It's easier to move Brent Burns, who can play defense and forward, than it is to move Eric Carlson. Eric Carlson's his contract is impossible to move. You'd have to basically give up the whole entire team. The good thing about Brent Burns's contract was that. San Jose actually retained some of his salary. So on top of Carolina getting a pretty decent player, they also get the benefit of not having to pay. And his contract wasn't even like unreasonable regardless of that fact. So they get Brent Burns, right? They get him for cheaper. And again, he's a little older. I get that. But, you know, it's not like for me, it's not the end of the world. He's still pretty talented. Um, obviously he wasn't doing a heck of a whole lot in, uh, San Jose, but nobody can. Um, and they have him for three more years. It's a nice veteran presence for a really young team, in my opinion. You know, uh, they also got Max Pacioretty, which was another thing I was going to talk about. Did you see that trade? The Max Pacioretty trade? It's obviously a salary dump. Dude, yeah. I mean, because they have to worry about making room for Eichel and Mark Stone and like... Vegas is good, but because Carolina was able to get Brent Burns and Pacioretty, it's really fucking interesting what what they're going to do next year. I think the the reason I like the veterans coming in that much is because like it was very obvious if you watched Carolina last year that they were like high pace, quick move in, like and that's the way the game needs to be played nowadays. But you know, it almost seemed like there wasn't enough 
structure. I don't know if that's maybe the right way of wording it, but basically I think that bringing in two guys that have been around the league for a long ass time. Real quick, real quick. I'm looking at cap friendly right now. Yeah. All right. So Brent Burns salary is his cap hit is 5.2 mil. Yes. San Jose retained 2.7 mil of that fucking cap hit. Yep, for all three years. Yeah, so I don't give a fuck who you are. For a half price, Brent Burns, I'll fucking take it. No, no, I I agree. I'm, I I wouldn't normally be in love with picking up a 37 year old defenseman, especially because like me personally, watching him last season, it seemed like his skating was diminishing a little bit, but. Uh, he's still talented as shit, and he's also a really good presence on a blue, on a blue line during a power play. He can quarterback it, and again, he brings that veteran presence that I really do think will be a big part of Carolina's game. Like I do think you'll see a lot, not necessarily the way they play the game change, but I think you'll almost make like you'll see smarter decisions by the kids, which they I think they do need because their game was really inconsistent last year, specifically in the playoffs. I'm talking about. Well, yeah, they had. Uh... And they were really worried about their defense last year. And you got also got Jake Gardner coming back from injury. And I was listening to something recently. And they were saying that they were, they were like acting like uh, Jake Gardner was a liability. He's too old. And why is he even going to come back next season? Which I disagree. He was hurt last season. Yes. So he was on injured reserve a lot. He wasn't really, con- he didn't have a chance to contribute. But he- Jake Gardner is a fucking solid defenseman. Yeah. And now you have him and you have Brent Burns. And, and people were acting like, people were acting like Jake Gardner's contract on the Hurricanes is the equivalent if they were still carry if the Bruins were still carrying Zadino Chara's fucking contract now. Gardner makes four mil a season and he's he's UFA next season. So plus he's only thirty two. I I feel like I've been saying this a lot this episode, but I thought he was older than that. Dude, I think the Hurricanes are poised. Like they've they've been a pain like as a Devils fan and you know as a Rangers fan. The Hurricanes are fun to watch, but goddamn, they're a pain in our fucking side. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you like to root for them, but stay away from our fucking teams, asshole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they were always, there was a lot of former Rangers. Still is. I mean, they still have Jesper Foss. They still have Brady Shea. Um, the one thing, see, I like Carolina, right? I don't want them to beat the Rangers, but I like to watch them win, and they're a fun team to watch. But I'll say this, that the thing that I disliked the most about Carolina last season, they didn't fix, which is goaltending. Because Freddie Anderson had a phenomenal season. Can't take that away from him. But you even see him in the playoffs. I mean, he was injured. That's why. I understand that. But that I think, I think that was a big thing. Dude, Freddie Anderson in the regular season for Carolina, dude, if he he was borderline a Vesna candidate, oh, but no, because but, talk, sure. but because he got hurt and he wasn't able to be seen in the playoffs, I think that really hurt Carolina. Well, all right, I agree with that, obviously, but I also 
think that the only fe- uh, playoff experience that Freddie Anderson has is when he was with the Toronto Maple Leafs. And uh, he didn't do that well in the playoffs. You know, that being said, they got a pretty decent showing out of Auntie Ranta. I think Ranta did a very good job ha- even having to fill in as the first guy. <clears throat> and then when Ranta went down uh, against the Bruins, I think it was, uh, Peter Kochenko filled in, you know? I like their goaltending, but... Well, they got they got they got Ronta for another season for two mil, and I think, if I'm reading this correctly, Anderson next year for four point five mil, which, yeah. if he plays like he did last year, he's worth the money. But if yeah. not, they need to move him. I'm just saying, you know, this is really going to be Freddie Anderson's first time in the playoffs since being a Leaf. And I just don't know how much I trust him. Again, you know, if you're Carolina, you have Ronta that you can fall back on, which is great. But Ronta yeah, didn't but, get you there. And yeah, Ronta but also well. at the same time, though, I feel like Carolina plays a better system for the playoffs than Toronto does. I mean, that's <laughs> just going off of history. That's that's obvious because Toronto can't get past the first round. So. I get that, but I don't know. I just, I, like I said, show me and I'll believe it. Uh, I think that if Freddie can get through the first round of a playoff series with Carolina, then I'm all about it. It's just. Yeah. So, side note here. I'm on, uh, I was clicking around on Cap Friendly. Yeah. Here, here's what we're looking at for the last few signings. We're looking at Yakupov Trenerman for the Predators. Young, uh, let me just, before I even fucking say it, I just want to double check. Uh, what are we talking about? Yeah. 25 year old. And uh, I'm talking about Yakupov Trenerman. Trenin? Yeah, Trenin. So he, who had. 24 points last year. Eh, not too impressive, but kind of like... He's a young guy. He has potential, but he's... It's just like... Seems like a third-line player. Brennan. Yeah. Okay. He signed He signed today. I think they avoided arbitration with that. 1.7 mil. Jonathan Huberdeau. Signed with the Flames, ten and a half mil cap hit. Yep. Miles Wood avoided arbitration, signed a three point two mil deal with the Devils. Mm-hmm. Let's see, Mario Ferrero three point two, Yamamoto signed with the Oilers three point one, Jesper Bratt five point four. Are we just going over all the signings in recent history? <laughs> you know, I kind of lost my train of thought. I'm yeah, going to blame the Jägermeister on this. <laughs> yeah, I dude. totally lost my train of thought. I'm going to say this. For the next episode, how about we start drinking halfway through? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm going to blame myself on this one. I okay. started drinking before the episode. Yeah, I'm just going to blame you, too. all right Um, continue with what you were saying and i'll fucking go off that because i obviously i'm just like oh stats (laughs) (laughs) all right um so (laughs) all right one one of the things i wanted to talk about because 
we brought up uh oh you brought up um ottawa right so ottawa probably made the biggest moves of the offseason in my opinion um you know getting to brink it was obviously a fucking that's huge in my opinion you also brought in Claude Giroux, who obviously wanted to be there. That was the big thing. I guess he's from there. Um, and then the 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 move that I liked the least, they got Cam Talbot. I'm like, what? Like, I don't know what it is about. It's funny because they're freaking out that they got Cam Talbot. Like, it's a big deal. Like, yeah, he's a he's a solid goalie, but he's had issues in the regular season. Don't consistently, catch. consistently. It just never made sense to me. And I, I look again, like I don't hate. I, I like Talbot. I yeah. and I do like Talbot. It's nothing against him, but but <laughs> you know? but yeah. he's shown us otherwise. Because I feel, I feel like some of these hockey people that we all follow, like Friedman, Merrick, fucking Bob McKenzie. I yeah. feel like they all come buckets over him. And it's yeah. like, he's going to be the next fucking Hendrick Munclaster, the next Marty Brodeur. He's a fucking goat. It's a steal. Yeah. But then why is fucking, why is Minnesota going with fucking Flurry over him? Which even Minnesota, like, it, they'll never get it right. And I like Flower, but I just, I was so mad when they traded away freaking... Hockenpah? No, 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 that's from Dallas. Who was the goaltender? Kakanen. Yeah. I was like, that kid looked really good. And I again, I, I mentioned this in a previous episode, but I have a buddy who's a freaking Wild fan. And I said, why would they trade away Kakanen? He's like, I have no fucking idea. I don't know what they're thinking. I love that guy. Like, And obviously, being a Wild fan, he watched a lot more games than I do. I was like, he showed like a lot of good flashes for me. And I don't know. So they went from having like a like a decent future guy to Cam Talbot and Marc-Andre Fleury. And again, Flowers got to be pushing 40. He might even be older than 40 now that I think about it. So um, I'm going to look that up while you fucking right, keep going. Right. I already got it up. He is 37. Oh, well, aren't you fucking the Flash? Yeah, well, you know, I've, I'm sober right now. So. <laughs> well, but, guess who isn't? Yeah, this I guy mean, who wants to talk about the Devils for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that would be the whole goddamn podcast, but listen. Oh, I, especially because there's this fucking dude on Twitter. I know we've talked about him before. It's the Brat Pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, he, in his bio, he proclaims himself just kind of like, oh, it's a fan account. I just like the devil, blah, blah, blah. Nobody knows about this account. And then he's fucking... Flexing with like the devils emailing them, being like, Oh, I want to send you a Brad jersey. It's like, dude, fuck you. Like, I have a fucking devil's tattoo on my arm. What do I get for that? Uh, I think, uh, like 10 people, uh, like, fucking, <laughs> yeah, fucking people, six people who listen to this podcast and fucking heartbreak and pain, like, just because I'm a Mets fan, too. Like, yeah. fucking can't catch a fucking break. Mets, Bengals, and fucking Devils. Like, who's gonna, who's gonna make it to the championship and lose next? Sorry, <laughs> I'm fucking rambling. Go on, but anyway. Wait, 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 listen. I'm I'm going to go on a, a, a small little rant, all right? It's not going to be the end of the world, but it has to do with goaltending. It was kind of, I wanted to make like a little transition here because we were talking about Cam Talbot, um, which he got traded for Philip Gustafson, who I like. He's, you know, he's a good backup. I'll say that, right? 
you have the Matt Murray trade, which I don't, I don't, why do people like, I don't, I don't understand what these GMs are thinking. Like, does Ottawa think that Cam Talbot is the future? Does Toronto think that Matt, your Matt, Matt Murray is the future? I mean, just consider the fact that Billy Huso got traded for a third, a third a third round pick for Billy Huso, who had a phenomenal season. I there's so many examples of really good goaltenders. I'll even say this: I'm not a huge fan of Vanacek. I think that he didn't have a great season, but I think there's a lot of upside there, and he is a young kid. So even if you want to gamble on like a 26 year old Vitek, go for it. You know, like you're going with guys that you know, like. Cam Talbot's been in the league for a pretty long time. And yes, listen, Cam Talbot has had very good seasons. You know, when Dude, he was the with only, the Rangers, he was the only, the only thing I'm, like, weary about with Cam Talbot is... All right, so if, he started off with the Rangers, right? Yeah. So, and if you hear this in the background, I'm adjusting my ice pack for my fucked up foot because I'm a drunk <laughs> idiot. Um, The only thing I don't like about Cam Talbot is... I was like, all right, so he backed up Lundqvist. Yeah. I was like, he wasn't he wasn't terrible, but he kind of showed to be like he is a competent NHL starter. Mm-hmm. But since then, it just he just moves around like it's like that journeyman. It's like, hey man, you're a fucking suitcase. But he's not a starter. Like, I mean, I would but like I but it feels that. it feels like all the hockey people love him to death. No, yeah. And, and as a fan, and obviously no connections to the industry because we're not sponsored and we have six listeners. Um, <laughs> but I love all six of you. I swear yeah. to God, if you Big listen fan. to this, you are some of my favorite people. Big PP touch for you coming. Yeah, but it's just like. I want him to do well, especially now that he's off the Rangers. Mostly because he's off the Rangers now. Um, um, But everybody talks about how good he is, but it's just like he hasn't shown it. Yeah. It's like he'll have a season where he has has not even garbage because he's never been straight trash. He's not had like a bad Ilya Brzezgov season. Uh, no, nobody has. But he, well, that's the whole Flyers thing, just to get off the side. But he's never been super fucking terrible. But it's like, are people saying this because of analytics? Are they saying because they're like him personally? Personally, because he seems to be a solid dude. But it's it seems like it's like. He seems like he would do better in Carolina, where they do a 1A, 1B. Yeah, absolutely. And I not like, agree. and you're not the starter for the whole season. I mean, he kind of had that in Minnesota for a hot second, you know, between him and Kakinen, and then eventually him and Flurry. But... Dude, the fucking Wild fucked that up bad, because fucking Flurry just wasn't, like, he was good, and he, was, he wasn't super terrible. But they just were because they invested so much into trading for him, and which really wasn't a lot in the grand scheme of things. It seems like they just stuck to him for because of the media pressure. 
I think they should have switched off after a couple games to Cam Talbot. Yeah. But, you know, I don't think that Flurry necessarily played bad either, though. So, like, would they have had better, you know, better options with Cam Talbot? Probably not. You know, I don't know that he would have outperformed Flurry. You know, Flurry's a veteran guy, and I've never really seen, you know, his game has dipped this season, but he was on Chicago. So yeah, that was the big thing. Chicago was a fucking dumpster fire. And better. <laughs> yeah, especially with fucking uh, Taze and Kane saying they don't really like the direction of the fucking Blackhawks. They're in a rebuild. Like I don't know. At this point, you should just trade away everything you can. You know. Taze well, they started, dude. Dude, probably at the deadline. Draft draft night showed that they traded away fucking Debrinket and dude, I am so salty that fucking Devils didn't get any of those guys. Like, nope. all right, wait, wait, wait. So that's a good transition because I was trying to talk about Ottawa before and we got a little distracted. So Debrinket, I mean, listen, I I think he was probably the biggest piece. Like, if if there was stuff out there to get, Debrinket was the guy. Like everybody wanted to get Debrinket, and it cost and, him a pretty and, big dude. fucking penny. Who was the other guy that they traded? Kirby Doc. Yeah, so it was Kirby Doc and Debrinket, and which one came on? Which one was traded second? Kirby Doc. Kirby Doc, who was a fucking monster. They like nobody expected him to be traded, but his his like draft day, his name just started swirling around. Yeah. Well, again, he had he had potential. So for the. Uh, for the Blackhawks, it made a lot of sense for them to, you know, move them while they still had the opportunity to get good money for them. And listen, like, you know, for for value, Chicago did really well. You know, they got two first. Sorry, they got yeah two first overalls. It was a first. As as a, as a as a general manager, and like the whole business side of thing, Chicago is moving in the right direction. But as as a as a Chicago fan, I would be the saltiest, bitterest motherfucker. Like this would be the equivalent of when Kobe just decided to go to Russia for me. <laughs> like I would be the biggest fucking bitch about this. Listen, but and it's all they got so much out of. You know, they got two first overalls. Two third overalls and a second, and that's for Debrinket and Kirby Dodd. Now they're both really talented players, but that's a haul. But it's like they're trading everything good away, so it's like, why wouldn't Kane and Taze want to fucking leave this team? Not because really. they're like their generational talents, both of them. Mm-hmm. They got lucky enough in where they got both of them, won Stanley Cups with both of them. Yeah. And now they're on losing teams almost every year, minus that bubble season. Like, wouldn't you want to be out of that fucking situation, too? I mean, the argument is, you know, they already got their their cups. You know, they're going to be, you figure legacy-wise, you know, people like us, maybe not, you know, 70 years down the road, but, you know, we're always going to remember that Jonathan Taze, Patrick Kane, Brent Seabrook, you know, Duncan Keith, but you know, a lot of guys want to stay with the team where they made their nut. 
So a guy like Sidney Crosby, like even if hypothetically he gets traded in the last season of his career, like you know he's going to be a Pittsburgh Penguin. Well, that, that's that's the thing. Like Marty, he wanted to play another year, but the Devils were like, "No, dude, come on, you're done." Yeah. So he he went to the Blues for half a season, if that. There was a Facebook uh, uh, site I can't remember. Like a, if whatever. you bring it up, I swear to God, I will fucking end this podcast <laughs> right now. Legendary. <laughs> I <laughs> fucking. <laughs> I cannot fucking stand that. I love that joke. Dude, it's so good. I know you do. Fans. Dude, I cannot fucking stand that shit, dude. If if anybody ever came to me in person and said St. Louis legend Marty Brodeur, I would sock you in the face so fucking fast you wouldn't know which way was left and which color was purple. I love it. I love it. Because that shit pisses me off so bad. That really is like one of my favorite jokes. But I know it is because you're a Rangers fan, you fucking cunt. <laughs> so anyway, um, I was saying before, like about Sidney Crosby, you mentioned Marty. Like Jonathan Taze is 34. I think Patty Kane is maybe like 33. That sounds right in my head. But regardless, like they still have a lot of years where they could play hockey, right? So, um. It's not going to be like that where everybody remembers Patrick Kane as a, as a Black Hawk. Like, let's say hypothetically he gets traded to uh, Buffalo because I heard that they're kind of a contender for him. I think he's from there. So if he gets traded to Buffalo, he might play six more seasons with Buffalo. So now it's like, oh, well, yeah, he played with the Black Hawks. He made his nut there. He got two cups. But at the end of the season, like, I remember him as a Buffalo Sabre. So it, you kind of worry about the legacy. I, maybe this is just my thought process. I don't know. But... That would well, be like my thought. Patrick Kane, Patrick Kane, this is the last year of his deal coming up for ten and a half mil, and then he's an unrestricted free agent. Oh, he's get so, paid. He's get paid. so no, he already got paid because his fucking contract is ten and a half mil. Oh, I understand that, so, but in the off season, as a well, he'll be thirty four. No, yeah. I don't think so. So many fucking people are hesitant about 30-year-old players right now, which doesn't make sense. I fucking went off on a guy on Twitter about this at Good Dumb GDH Podcast on Twitter. Um, shameless plug. Um, because he was he was going off about Kadri uh, possibly signing with the Red Wings. Kadri is 28, 29 years old without looking. I know he's about that old. Okay. And he was like, oh, I don't think they need to fucking sign. The Red Wings need to sign him. He's not going to be worth the money. He's just coming off a fucking hot, de- off a hot season. Either way, Kadri has had 30 plus, go- uh, 30 plus points every season. He is a consistent starter in the NHL. I do not understand the mindset, especially nowadays. A lot of people think once you turn 28, you're done in the NHL. Like, they don't think, yeah. And it's really not true. Yeah, once upon a time, if somebody's 33, they're not going to put out like they were productive-wise when they were 25. But... Too many times recently, players sign an eight-year deal when they're 28, which was the average age of when they become an unrestricted free agent. Mm -hmm. 
they put out over what they signed for. Okay. Why, as the Detroit Red Wings, why would you not want Kadri? Yeah. He's, a, he's a center. You need a center. He's gritty. He's not afraid to fight. He's a hard hitter. He's a fucking passionate player. He's a good locker room guy. Dude, if Kadri signs with the Islanders, like rumors are speculating over the Red Wings, that I wouldn't know what Lou is fucking feeding him because I would, the potential of the Red Wings and the pieces they have in place, in my mind, far exceeds the short-term fucking burst that the Islanders are going for. Because uh, the, the Islanders, in the only thing they have going for them, in my mind, is a new stadium coming up. What about Matt Barzell? Dude, Barzell is good, but when that's your only good player, that's the equivalent of fucking Taylor Hall dragging the Devils into the playoffs. No, it's nice. It's fucking nice. I love it as a fan, but... What are you going to do? You fucking win one game versus the fucking Tampa Bay Lightning and then get butt-fucked? I think that you're underestimating the Islanders and overestimating, ironically, the Red Wings because the Red Wings are just coming out of a rebuild, and they have some... Dude, I can't underestimate the Red Wings because look who's in charge now. Who 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 is the GM of the Red Wings right now? I understand, but my Stevie point is... fucking Iserman, one of the fucking best players ever to be in the fucking NHL, built this Tampa Bay franchise from fucking scratch. And you're going to tell me that Lou Lamorello with his bullshit, you're not, you're not allowed to have facial hair and uh, don't tell people you signed with us. What you're talking about is the future. I'm talking about like this upcoming season, right? I'm saying that the Islanders as a team are probably better off than the Red Wings as a team. I'll even go. I, don't, I will fucking battle you to that. To the fuck, dude, I will fucking battle you to that. Fucking what do the Islanders have over the Red Wings? Uh, How about a goaltender? Um, Shirokin's okay, but... Hold on. I gotta I'm not gonna make a total ass of myself. The well, hold on. Red Wings is Billy Huso. The backup is Alex Natelkiewicz. Yeah, exactly. Navalski, dude! Navalski is a fucking animal in fucking Billy Huso on top of that? Dude, that's savage! Dude, Navalkis is a fucking monster. Dude, I've been watching Navalkis since he's been in the fucking AHL. Dude, he is a talented fucking player. I'm crying. <laughs> fucking and fucking. All right and all right. So say you don't count Nabalskis. He had a fucking bad year. They just traded for fucking Huso, who was fucking out playing fucking Bennington for his fucking job. Bennington. Oh, <laughs> Yo, fuck the Islanders. Fuck their new stadium. Fuck their goaltenders. Oh, who else did they have? Fucking Corey Schneider, who couldn't fucking make it in New Jersey. Fucking cunts. Fucking. <laughs> fucking. 
Oh, I'm gonna really show them. I'm gonna sign. I'm gonna trade for Andy Green four years after he's worth a fucking damn, and that's saying a lot for me because I fucking love Andy Green. <laughs> oh my god, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> What the fuck were we talking about? Fisherman <laughs> fucking put that Tampa Bay franchise to fucking, I would say, minus one trade. <laughs> All the cups are are attributed to Iserman for Tampa Bay. I minus, minus the Coleman trade, everything else is Iserman. I had so much more I wanted to talk about, and we got so off track. But I think I'm, I think I'm done. <laughs> I think I'm good on that. I don't know if I can talk about hockey anymore. My head hurts. <laughs> can we just make the name of this help? It's just in all caps and absolutely no sense made. <laughs> yeah, Navalkovich is fucking. <laughs> Navalkovich. He is. Dude, I have been watching him play in person and on TV since he was in the NHL. Dude, that guy is a fucking savage. He had a terrible season, though. Oh, because he's on the Red Wings! <laughs> no. Oh, my God. But, dude, tell, tell me fucking Kadri is a better fit on the Islanders than he is on the Red Wings, and I will punch you in the fucking pussy. Hang on, let me look at their lines real quick. I got it opened up. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. No, no. Kadri better fit on the fucking Isles. No question. Dude. No, um, fuck you. He's better on the Red Wings. No, no. Him with Dylan. Dude, him with Dylan Larkin and the. Oh, my God. Dylan Larkin's a center. Uh, Dylan Larkin's a center, but Kadri also plays wing. Okay. So him, Dylan Larkin, and who? God, hold on one second. I gotta compose myself for a moment. I can't. I'm. I'm done. I, I can't compose. <laughs> Dude, and you got Dylan Larkin, right? All right, fucking generational talent right there, Dylan Larkin. I swear to God, I'll let him bang my wife. Fucking, and I'm not even a fucking Red Wings fan. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Andrew Cobb. They just took the one of the fucking best players off the Rangers. Oh my God, stop. Now oh, tell me, tell me four episodes ago you weren't blowing Andrew Cobb. I was, but I'm not, he, I didn't say he was the best player on the Rangers. That's a true. I said one of the best. Okay, so uh, I can. I'm not. Say, I'm not saying he's better than fucking Panarin, but dude, Panarin, the way that guy Panarin, was taking slap shots off the Panajan, fucking face. Fox. I don't fucking see Panarin taking fucking slap shots off the face like Cop was. All right, all right, wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring up one argument. Hold on, hold on, pause. I'm disturbing the peace a little bit here. Hold on, one second. Yeah. So. So they signed fucking Andrew Cop. They fucking take one of the one of the top five players off the Rangers. They still they still have fucking Bertuzzi, veteran presence right there. A little overpaid at this point with four and a half mil. But dude, they have Zadina. They have Larkin. Uh, fucking they have Marezic. They have fucking Maurice Sider. They haven't had Marazic in like three seasons. Why am I fucking insane Marazic right now? I, I think they're still I think they're still paying part of his salary. Maybe, um uh... but still, Maurice Sider, 
fucking rookie of the year. Very good season. But I'll say this, okay? But they have Billy Hoso. They had Mavelskic. Fucking, are you fucking kidding me? They are fucking way better than the... They are way better shaped than the fucking Islanders in Lamorello with your fucking... Oh, you can have a fucking beard. Uh, era back in my day when we won cups with the Devils. We fucking didn't let facial hair and that's why we won cups. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Um. So, <laughs> two points that I'm going to bring up. Okay. The best player on the Islanders is Matt Barcel, hands down, right? Yeah, and he can't fucking stand fucking being there. Okay, but he's still there right now. And comparatively, the best player on the Red Wings is Dylan Larkin, right? Just based off of that. All right, all right, I'll tell you this. All right, so my second point, I will bet you $20 right now that the Islanders have a better record than the Red Wings next season. I'll put a hundred. I'll put a hundred dollars that the Red Wings do better than. I will put a hundred dollars cash money that the Red Wings like that. I feel like I'm taking advantage of you. No, go fuck yourself. (laughs) I will. I will say a hundred dollars cash money that the Red Wings will end up with a better record than the Islanders. Done easily. Well, you can shake on that when you come down here for the Shinedown concert. <laughs> all right, that that's all I got. That, I'm I, I I had more, but I I can't. I gotta I gotta get ready for work anyway. So. No, you fucking you triggered me now. I'm fucking fired up, dude. Let's <laughs> fucking go. Fucking devil signed Brad. Devils fucking signed Miles Wood. We have fucking Andre Polat. We have. We are fucking going good right now. And all other things aside, you think the fucking Red Wings aren't going to do as good as the Islanders? Yeah, definitely. Dude, the Islanders are fucking, they're just running in place. That's all they're doing. They had half a good season. They had one and a half good seasons, and then they can't even make the fucking playoffs. Let me ask it. If you it, let's say hypothetically, you said that you think the Islanders signed Kadri. If they did, do you still think that's a good bet? Regardless of where Kadri signs, I would still pick the. I would still pick the Red Wings over the Islanders to have a better record, and I would put a hundred dollars cash money on that. Do me a favor, write that down in your little notebook, all right? Because when I go to collect that hundred bucks, listen, motherfucker, <laughs> I I joined, I fucking saved your ass, joined your hockey fantasy league midway through the season, won the championship. I didn't get a trophy, I didn't get money, and I didn't even get a fucking hug from you in person. <laughs> you didn't even come see me. I don't, I don't remember any of that, but yeah. So, is so what the fuck? But I will put $100 cash money on the Red Wings finish better, just record-wise, than the fucking Islanders. There it is. All right. right, And it is is recorded here on episode, the official episode 12, not 11 and a half, not the lost audio recording of 11, 11 11.2, 11.3, or 11.4. It is the official episode 12. That I say the Red Wings will finish with a better record than the Islanders. All right. Good luck. 
<laughs> then, if not, I will be crying by episode by fucking halfway through the season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I'll still pay you. Well, yeah, I believe that. Oh man! Oh, and they fucking in the Red Wings have Ben Chirot now. Is that really what you're hanging your hat on? Dude, I'm fucking. I'm looking at the Red Wings roster. Hold on, I gotta go over to the Islanders real quick. Like, what the fuck are they gonna win with fucking Corey Schneider, who's won fucking two games in the last fucking seven years? Is Corey Schneider really on the Red Wings? No, he's on the fucking Islanders. Ah, oh, that's what I meant. Well, he's not officially signed right now. It's a weird thing with the Islanders right now is they're fucking like, oh, we're signed people, but we're not going to tell you to open the night of the preseason. They did oh, that with Corey. They the did Corey that. Schneider signing that close to the hat? That seems Dude, they, 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 did, they did it last year with Corey Schneider. They did it last year with Corey, uh, with Andy Green. Like It was just like the weirdest shit. They're like, why are you keeping so close to best? They're not that good of players. It's not like you fucking. It's like, oh, we resigned Barzell for five years for five million. Yeah. But dude, fucking the Devils in the fucking Red Wings will finish better than the Islanders next year. Fuck the Islanders. I'm a Rangers fan. I'm not exactly rooting for the Islanders. I just think you're underestimating them. No, there's no underestimating. They're fucking fucking garbage. All right. The Thanks, only man. the only good fucking player they have is fucking Barzell. They have <laughs> other good players. Honestly, Who? Who? What are they gonna do? Sign fucking Phil Kessel and PK Subban? Brock Nelson, Anders Lee, Josh Bailey, JG Pajdo, even fucking Kyle Palmieri is okay. I'll do, uh, fucking Palmieri. Casey. All right, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you Palmieri and Anders Lee. But that's fucking it. Those are the ones you're giving me? <laughs> yeah. Josh Bailey. or, or fucking, Fuck Bailey. He's fucking trash. At least in that system, he's fucking garbage. Dude, they, the Islanders, the coaching staff, and fucking Lou Lamorello, the fucking general manager, do not know how to utilize what they have. They need to run more like the Maple Leafs type system, and they're trying to run like fucking the '95 neutral trap. I, I don't even know how to respond. <laughs> All I know is that Josh Bailey had 60 points. Or sorry, Brock Nelson had 60 points last season. Dude, I th- dude, in my heart of hearts, I think the Kraken are going to finish about above the Islanders next season. Oh, Jesus, you're going off the rails, my guy. New York Islanders, let's see. Barzell's not bad. Anders Lee, he's good. I like I like Anders Lee. Brock Nelson, not bad. He can be kind of streaky. Fucking John John Gabriel Pajot. Great fucking trade for them to get. But is it living up to the hype? No. Kyle Palmieri? I fucking love Palmieri. That's just because he was used to, yeah, because he used the devil. So that's like the bias I'll give you. So I'll, um, I always think he's going to score like fucking 45 points. And you know what? I hope Palmieri scores fucking like 75 points a season because it would prove the devils they're retarded for not free signing him. Dude, he is a character player and he is fucking solid on the ice. Regardless, I'm going on a tangent here. I can tell. <laughs> yeah. But fucking, I don't think the Islanders are going to be worth a 
damn next season. They're going to go on a couple streets and people are going to, next season when we're recording this, people are going to be like, oh, oh, you're going to be an asshole because you said the Red Wings are going to be better. Listen, wait till the end of the season, fucking assholes. All fucking seven of you who listen. And fucking, you're going to see that the genius of Stevie Eiserman is going to outweigh the outdated philosophy of fucking Lou Lamorello. Okay. It's time. There's your entertainment value for the fucking episode. I love you all. Until the next time, have a good fucking dump. You have anything to say, G-Man? No.